Hello and welcome to Ahead of the Curve. This is your host, Jonathan Gilner, and thank you so much for joining us today. This episode is powered by Stick and Ball TV. Stick and Ball is the baseball and softball streaming platform dedicated to coach and player development. There are hundreds of videos from top baseball and softball coaches in the country and around the world, and so go and check it out at stickandball.tv. This week, we're talking why we should start with and continually focus on clarity. Let me start with a story. One of my first years of coaching, in our first intra-squad scrimmage of the year, everyone played, the game was over, the locker room was cleared out, and I was heading home. Let me also mention that it was Valentine's Day. And so my wife and I, Macy, met at the baseball field. And before I left the parking lot, I got the email. Let me remind you, this was an inner squad. It was our first one of the year and everyone played. Here's what the email said. Coach, we need to talk. This is, insert blanks, parents. He is in tears right now wondering why he didn't get to play more in our first intra-squad where everyone played. I may have added a few of those words. Let's schedule a meeting for next week to sit down and talk this through. Wow. Okay. Lesson learned. Number one, never read an email before going on a date with your wife on Valentine's Day. But seriously, what did I learn from this experience? Some parents are crazier than others. Fact. But also, not every player sees the same things that we do. And parents definitely don't. They focus on one when we're focusing on 25. And they also have a bank of knowledge seeing what they've done the last 10 years of them excelling in club ball, travel ball, etc. You're all cringing right now because you've all been there before, I'm sure. So I recently heard on Craig Rochelle's podcast, which is by far one of my favorites, He had on John Maxwell, and they mentioned, clarity is kind. And for some reason, that quote hit me pretty well. Looking back to myself as a young coach, I didn't want to tell them the truth because I didn't want to bury them. I think more than anything, players just want the truth with kindness and love, of course. So if players don't have clarity, they have no idea where they stand within the scope of the team. And so they just assume that they're going to play every day. And this is why we get the dreaded parent email. And this is why we lose players at the end of the bench, during games, not participating, and who end up taking other bench players with them. Another quote that I love on the subject is from James Clear. And he says, Most people think that they lack motivation when they really lack clarity. So I guess one of my challenges today How many of our players today have crystal clear clarity on where they stand within the scope of the team? This could be in regards to playing time or what they need to do to get better to earn more playing time. And I know myself included, I think we're overestimating that number. Because a lot of players think activity is achievement. So showing up, doing the same thing that everybody else is doing, and then potentially staying late to hit 10 balls off of a tee is going to make them better. And it's not. Providing clarity provides motivation and a clear plan to improvement. For one reason or another, clarity has been a consistent word for me over the past year. And it could be one of those phenomenons like when you buy a new car and you're driving around and that's all that you see. 
and it was really brought to light with two of my good friends and former podcast guests, Jeff Rotmayer and Daryl Coulter. And they mentioned that clarity is the what, the why, the how, and the when. And if it's not clear, I think we need to take on the challenge of it's probably our fault. So the goal is to clarify what we want, so that's all that's left for the player to do is to work hard to accomplish the task. And then when we see it, obviously praise them for it. Because the last thing that we want to do is be out of alignment within the scope of the team. Alignment allows us both coach and player to be working together to accomplish their goal. I heard this analogy the other day on Jocko's podcast. I think it was the underground podcast. And he mentioned that our relationship with other individuals, we need to think of it as an A-frame ladder. We have one point to where we are. We have another point to where the player is in our case. And if we have clarity, then it allows us to prioritize and execute what's important to not only the player, which is to feel valued, but for what the coach wants, which is the team to be successful. So is this what happens when player relationships go bad? I think so. I think we get out of alignment, we don't think about what it's like from their perspective, and we, in a sense, give up on them. And I think if we have clarity, they're going to be more apt to trying new things. Because you think about it, if I'm not getting the playing time I want, do I really want to be struggling every single day in practice in a hard and tough environment? Maybe not. I'm trying to prove as to why I want to be playing. And so me struggling in an environment is not going to provide that, at least in a sense from the player's point of view. So my last point I'll make with clarity is it doesn't just mean playing time talks. Clarity also refers to communication tactics. And we all have limited attention spans, coaches included. Anytime during the day when there's a break, all we do is pull out our phones and start looking at something. So we can't just blame the kids for this. Spend a little extra time on the front end of team talks, after action reviews, development plans, so that we understand what's the important things that we don't want to get lost in the rambling. We've been there as a player, and I've done it too as a coach, to where we spend 20 minutes after a game focusing on all the things that we did wrong. Well, cognitively speaking, we can't focus on five things at once. And the more that we say, the more we're going to dilute what's actually important. So in closing, here's a few takeaways. Number one, always make sure the player knows exactly what their role is going into the season. Their role doesn't have to stay that, and they may earn more opportunities. But if they own that role and they get really good at it, then that's going to earn them more opportunities, and it might motivate them to work a little harder in practice every day. And number two, this is for us as coaches. Be crystal clear with your communication. With limited attention spans, this means focusing on one or two things every time that we talk and just stick to those two. Have an awesome week, best of luck, and thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to Ahead of the Curve. You can subscribe on your favorite podcast platform, which could include Apple Podcasts, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, or YouTube. And if you're enjoying the podcast, please share it on social media to help get the word out. Once again, thank you for joining us.